This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis, your host. This podcast is part two of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. In part one, we talked about the baptism by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ. This happens when we're born again. Next, we talked about water baptism, and finally we started the discussion about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Let's continue. In this podcast, I want to make it clear that the baptism in the Holy Spirit is a separate event or experience from being born again. Many believers are satisfied with the indwelling Holy Spirit and never know the baptism in the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 20, verse 22, we learn that the disciples received the indwelling Holy Spirit. Jesus breathes on them and tells them to receive Holy Spirit. A short time later, Jesus instructs his disciples in Luke 24 and Acts chapter 1 to wait for God's promised baptism in the Holy Spirit. This baptism is an immersion into the Holy Spirit and his power, and this is for a purpose, and that purpose is to be a powerful witness for Jesus. As a born-again believer, we have the Holy Spirit living in us and we can be immersed into the Holy Spirit. Just as Jesus was filled or baptized with the Holy Spirit, we too need Holy Spirit power to be a correct, powerful witness for Christ. It is a process, but our lives should look more and more like Jesus. A quick look at the disciples before the baptism in the Holy Spirit, we find a fearful, doubting bunch hiding from the government authorities, and going back to their previous activities and occupations. But after the baptism, we see an explosion of supernatural power and effective ministry. Thousands and thousands are added to the believers in a short period of time. Peter, who only weeks earlier in fear had denied his Lord, preaches his first sermon, and about 3,000 people are saved. As we read through the book of Acts, we learn that the gospel goes forth as it did when Jesus was on earth. The gospel is preached. People are saved, healed, delivered from demons. The dead are raised, and many, many more miraculous events happen. The Holy Spirit begins his powerful ministry through obedient servants and rocks the world, even to this day. Let's look at a few of the recorded baptisms in the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 8, verses 4 through 6. Philip is preaching the gospel and demonstrating the power of the Holy Spirit, just like Jesus. Demons were being cast out of people. Many were healed, believed, and were baptized in water. They were born again. They received the gospel and were saved. They had the indwelling Spirit. Later, Peter and John came to them, and laying their hands on the people, they were filled or baptized with the Holy Spirit. One of the most famous messengers of Jesus was a man named Saul. Saul was a hard-nosed Jew who persecuted the new believers without mercy. He became a believer on his way to arrest other believers when Jesus appeared to him. Saul met Jesus face to face. And after three days of prayer, fasting, and blindness, Jesus sends another disciple to pray 
that Paul would be filled with the Holy Spirit. Again, it's two separate events, born again and then baptized in the Holy Spirit. This same pattern is repeated in Acts chapter 19. So my point is that our born-again experience is separate from being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Salvation comes by faith. God requires us to believe what He says is true, so much so that we act upon it. It is the same with the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We can receive this baptism by faith. I remember well after I was born again and quite ignorant about the things of God when a Navy chaplain told me about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. He rightly instructed me to read the book of Acts and get the knowledge so that I could take a step of faith. He later took me to a meeting of Spirit-filled believers. They laid their hands on me, and two or three of my friends were there. I had a powerful encounter with God, and so did my friends. Both of my friends spoke in tongues immediately. And after a month or two of prayer, I too spoke in tongues, and do to this day. We experience the same infilling of the power of the Holy Spirit just as the people in the book of Acts. I had been born again for a few months, and my friends had been born again for years. There are several requirements to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. One, We must believe that Jesus is who He says He is. We have to decide to obey Him. It's an act of the will. We have to have a desire to be filled and ask for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And of course, it's by faith. We hear the voice of the Holy Spirit through our reading of the Bible and acting upon His Word. Remember, this is a promise to all who believe. In Joel 28, it makes it very clear that everybody, not just the Jews, but us Gentiles too, will receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's not a necessity, but prayer and laying on of hands from other Spirit-filled believers is recorded in several chapters in Acts. So, if you know people that are Spirit-filled, ask them to pray for you. What is next? The answer is simple but it's going to take some effort. Seek the Lord with all your heart. Read the Word. Study it. Pray about it. And ask God to fill you with His Holy Spirit. If He shows you any sin in your life, be sure to repent. Change your mind and follow Him. Unforgiveness is a barrier uh, in our relationship with God. Jesus taught us about this in Matthew 18. Since God has forgiven you and me for our sins, He expects you and I to forgive others if they've sinned against us. For some who have been seriously hurt by others, this is hard to hear. But God has paid a great price to forgive you and me, and He requires that we forgive those who have sinned against us. Pride is another problem. Pride is a lie that we can hide behind. Thinking and acting like we are someone who we are not. It is vital that we humble ourselves and recognize who we really are and our great need for God in every part of our life. God has provided this gift, 
and promised it to everyone who will call on the name of Jesus. But he'll not force it upon you. This gift is to be received by faith. Therefore, as I said before, read the scriptures, seek the Lord, ask. Ask for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Do it often. Get this truth in your mind and your spirit so that you can pray in faith until you are baptized in the Holy Spirit. Don't be discouraged. It might take days or even months. Keep praying, believing, reviewing the scriptures until you are filled to overflowing. Don't forget, this gift is for a purpose, to be a witness for Jesus. Lastly, feel free to seek out other people who are spirit-filled or baptized in the Holy Spirit to pray for you. This has been the Clean Soul Podcast with Dennis Curtis. If you have questions or comments, visit me at www.thecleansoul.org. 